0: 12 to 1 on Money FM 89.3.
1: You're listening to Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. On the show today, Cheryl Miles joins me. She is a radio DJ at 1FM 91.3, also cookbook author and a nutrition coach in training. Welcome back to the show, Cheryl. (laughs) How are you?
0: Thanks, Adrian, for having me again.
1: So this episode is titled The National Day Special, because National <laughs> Day, of course, is coming up. You're a cookbook author, nutrition coach in training. You've been through multiple National Days. What are some of your suggestions for people, maybe not from here, to try for this National Day? Uh,
0: Well, Singapore and me, actually, we, we go... Not just way back because I am Singaporean, but also you know my birthday is four, five days before National Day. Wow! And I am ten years younger than Singapore, so uh, <laughs> now you Get know my age. Get your calculators out. <laughs> Um, but National Day and me have always had like a special relationship because it's so close to my birthday. Yeah. Um, but I think National Day is the perfect time to explore some Singapore food, you mm. know, and cook that at home. Yeah. So I have a few recipes for you, actually, not just on my website, but also in my cookbook, Smitten okay. in the Kitchen. Um, one thing I would say is you, sh- you could try Singapore chicken curry, okay. which, you know, caused some uproar recently I remember Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing that video as well a non-Singaporean made Singapore chicken curry
1: it was hilarious they had to take down the video right or exactly
0: yeah. so many people complained but then it got me thinking what exactly makes Singapore chicken curry Singaporean right yeah. and so I actually did some research and I I, I posted uh, this blog on my website CherylMiles.com with my interpretation of why it's called singaporean chicken curry and uh, all the ingredients that go into it cuz curry usually is i mean curry's from india yeah but curry powder was invented not by the indians but by the british
1: oh yeah because I they the wanted that's the national dish of the chicken tikka masala <laughs> yeah. So that's so they say. Exactly. So
0: they wanted something that was easier to make mm. um, because, you know, Indian curry is actually a very complex, uh, yeah. you have to have the skill to know which spices go in and at what amount, right? That's
1: why we have all the bottled sauces. Yeah. I mean, I went to university in the UK. That's all you'd see. And it was so easy. You had every dish and you had the sauce and you just pour it in, mix it with your protein.
0: Done. Yeah. I'm not sure if your grandmother would approve of that, you know, Definitely style not. of Indian cooking. <laughs>
1: You're a university student, so you just, you just get by. <laughs>
0: But with the Singaporean chicken curry, it's actually something I would say everyone should try mm. um, because it really has elements of every race. Okay. Uh, so you've got the British bringing in the curry powder. You've got um, you know, elements of like Malay and Chinese with the peranakan. Mm-hmm. Um, ingredients like candlenut and lemongrass, which okay. you don't find in any other curry. Yeah. So go check out that recipe. It's free. It's on my website, once again, CherylMiles.com. Um, other recipes you could try... Braised pork belly, which is, um, I mean, I, I guess a lot of people would consider that a more Chinese dish. Mm. And I, I couldn't really tell you if it's Cantonese or Hokkien. Mm. But I grew up with my mom making something similar. And she used to call it babi Pongte, mm. which is actually piranakan. So there's there's something in every culture, I think, that has braised pork belly. You've yeah. got the um, the Peranakan version, which adds other ingredients and I can't tell you right now what they are but the braised pork belly that I made I think is more closer to the Chinese version it's very easy there's soy sauce and everything just stick it in a, a slow cooker if you have one yeah. and watch the magic happen mm. of course uh, then in my my actual cookbook Smitten in the kitchen I've got rendang which celebrates the Indonesian and Malay culture yeah. <laughs> and then Eurasian devil curry which is uh, what we grew up eating at Christmas time so if you've never had that uh, Eurasian devil curry I would say Really, kind of introduces you to this minority race mm. in Singapore. Um, you can also order it if you're not skilled enough to cook it yet, because you have to know what flavor profile to look for. Mm. And there's a Eurasian recipe, a Eurasian restaurant called Quinton's, okay. and you can order a Eurasian devil curry there. Highly recommend it if you haven't tried Eurasian cuisine. You're looking at me like you have a question. <laughs> yes,
1: I do, because I actually saw a couple of stories on Instagram over the weekend about devil curry, and the first thing that oh, came really? to my mind was it's in Cheryl's cookbook because when you read the sort of preview about it, it's mentioned there. So what was it like having the devil's curry, you know, that that your mom made compared to what you have at Quinton's. What's different?
0: Oh, well, I mean, first of all, devil curry is a homemade curry, right? And back in the day, there wasn't, you know... Quinton's. Well, there wasn't um, the internet where you could post a recipe and say this is the official one. Mm. Every family had their own way of making it. But typically what defines... The flavor profile of a Eurasian devil curry is first of all, it's not made with curry powder. Okay. Kay? You've got your what we call rumpa, which is um, the combination of chili, uh, garlic, um, shallots, or onions. Mm. And then, you know, you blend all that up, and that's your spice paste, along with other ingredients, of yeah. course, candlenut and everything. But there is no curry powder. Okay. Um, but what makes it different is that we use vinegar and mustard powder. Mm. Have you ever had it? Never. To know what I'm saying? No. That's what I I've
1: put it on my, I've literally taken a photo oh, so I know where to go. Okay, yeah. so
0: so um yeah I guess different families would put uh, different ingredients in it. Like you could put cabbage, you could leave that out, you could put um you know bacon bones is one of the must haves in this dish nice. to give it that salty, savory flavor. Mm. Um and then you've got your chicken and actually because it's made typically Traditionally, on Boxing Day, you would have all of the um, Christmas Day leftovers in the -hmm. Devil Curry, so that being the turkey and all that we make it fresh now but that's the the origin
1: so the restaurant I came across is called Doris's Devilishly Delicious Curry
0: I have heard of her I okay. haven't tried her devil curry yet but
1: so I, I put it on my list see
0: oh awesome <laughs> go check it out I mean I would say that everyone has their own way of making it mm. um, the consistency of the curry may be yeah. watery for some maybe thicker for others mm. uh, mine is kind of in between because I like to have it saucy but also I like to have a lot of sauce so there's a bit more gravy and some prefer a drier version. And
1: is it meant to be really spicy or just...
0: So interestingly, it's it's called devil's curry not because, I mean, one might think it's devilishly spicy. It's actually from a Portuguese word, uh, "debal." Okay. Debal means leftovers. Mm. So like I said, it's a traditional uh, Christmas dish made on Boxing Day with Christmas leftovers. Mm. So over time, I guess, it became anglicized to devil curry because it sounds like Debal curry. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, some people make it really spicy and it's really red and fiery, uh, but my family puts turmeric in it, so it's okay. a bit yellow and not as spicy. So
1: oh, so it's not meant to be as spicy.
0: Well, I think food should have a little bit of a kick, but oh, if it's sure. too spicy that you can't enjoy it, then it's not really
1: can be can you know be, ideal can be <laughs> a chicken coma. But what else do you enjoy eating? You know, during this time, what are some of the other dishes that really remind you of Singaporean heritage?
0: Um. Well, I mean, in Singapore, we have so many races, right? So many. Uh, just to generalize, you've got Chinese, Malay, um, Indian, Eurasian, and then others, the rest, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the <rest laughs> Because, and even within that, it's like... You know, it's not just Chinese. You've got Cantonese, Hokkien, and you've Mm. got...
1: um, And with the Indians, you have so many as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. And Malays also, they're Mm. not just Malay. You know, you've got some with Arab background. You've got some with Indonesian background. And and all of these come together in the food that we eat. So even rendang, which is... um, Typically, Indonesian is also something that, you know, we mm. eat here in Singapore, and the Malays love it as yeah. well. Uh, so I have a recipe for that. I make my rendang in the oven. I mm. slow cook it, and it caramelizes, and it has, like, a really um, <laughs> amazing flavor. Uh, there's also Soto in my cookbook, Smitten in the Kitchen, and mm. prawn pork soup. Mm. So you've got pork ribs. It's a prawn noodle soup, basically. Okay. So you collect all the prawn heads, you simmer it, and then you— um, Throw in the pork ribs and make sure it's nice and tender and put it together and everything. So those are the foods that remind me of Singapore. And that's why I put it in the Asian section of Smitten in the Kitchen in case I ever, you know.
1: People call you out for you.
0: (laughs) No, no. In case I ever move away and I can't get it at the hawker stall as easily as we can right now. At least I know how to make it from scratch. Mm. Right. So
1: And my personal favorite out of all of them. Chicken rice.
0: <laughs> I actually have a easy chicken rice recipe on my website.
1: Roasted or? No, or?
0: it's a one-pot chicken rice recipe. Okay. Not roasted. You put everything in one pot and you cook it there. So.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so you use your, your new um, device. An instant pot is what it's, you're probably yeah, going to say.
0: <laughs> 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 but I Your make latest it, gadget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make it in a Dutch oven over the stove. Oh, wow. Because it only takes 30 minutes. Mm. So you don't actually need a device to, um, I would use an Instant Pot when I'm doing like slow cooking and it requires me to really get something super tender Yeah, so, so the Instant Pot comes in handy for that.
1: But it's an exciting time for you away from all this cooking because it's your first time traveling. Yes, Since indeed. <laughs> all these restrictions have been eased, what are you most looking forward to?
0: Uh, is it bad to say eating? <laughs> 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 I mean, I cook practically every other day at home. But yeah, even when I travel, I look out for, you know, um, restaurants. In Bali, there's so many different kinds of restaurants. Mm. You have the high-end ones yeah. and then you have the warongs. And because of, you know, launching this cookbook journey Um, every time I go to a restaurant I try to pick out you know the flavors and how they present it and I try to learn from you know other chefs I guess
1: (laughs) yes you certainly do and also there's the beach club food as well
0: beach club food yeah
1: like potato head oh right
0: that's mainly like french fries and snacks Snacks. lobster (laughs) rolls (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah so we're going from Changu to Ubud and we'll end up in Seminyak the trinity the trinity (laughs) we'll see (laughs) if we (laughs) end up at a beach club or not
1: well, Cheryl, have the best holiday, and we'll see you back here soon. We'll be in a conversation with Cheryl Miles. She's a radio teacher at 1FM 91.3, also a cookbook author and a nutrition coach in training.
0: You can get free recipes on my website, uh, CherylMiles.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at CherylMiles underscore. Thanks for having me, and happy National Day, you guys.
1: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download our audio app, that's A-W-E-D-I-O,